here we are and welcome to another edition of the friday night movie podcast that was my best shy um imitation voice because he's not he's not here with us today but that's okay because today we have what could only be described as a match made in heaven for this episode we'll be talking about our two favorite probably the only matchmaking shows as far as i'm concerned that exist indian matchmaking and jewish matchmaking with one of the great loves of our lives cousin vanessa Welcome to the show, Cousin Vanessa. Thank you. I give your intro a, a 7 out of a 10. Oh, gee, okay, I didn't know. Sorry, I didn't know we were doing like a feedback round. But that's, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Normally, feedback is squished. It's like the feedback sandwich. So you're going to have to also give me like a good thing on either end. You're like, oh, that okay. was fine. That was great. Was my voice too said, gravelly? Not your intro, your radio shy. My radio voice is yeah, maybe too exactly. gravelly. You know what? We we have I really bad you. air quality here today because there are these terrible wildfires all over Canada. So are it's you in California. Almost, What's I know. On? I feel like I'm like, isn't this why I left the Bay Area? Yeah, so that you left California. You can't even go outside. It like the oh, air no. tastes bad today. It's disgusting. But then what about you? You left California to go hang out in the fog of like La hurricane. Laguna. <laughs> And a lice infestation, too. Hey, which I got rid of before you got here. I mean, I would keep the hat on, Vanessa. I would keep I your hat on. my hair up and <laughs> the hat hair on. Hair up and, and the hat on. I, and, we all got checked before she, while she was here. Ugh, I'm so itchy just thinking about it. I don't want to. It's so awful. When you so, arrive, don't, you know, lean on a pillow or anything. <laughs> I have my own place. Thank you very much. Um, I... Okay, so before I can't, I'm going to just skip because there's so much I could say about the lice. But before we get into our topic of the day, before we get into our topic of the day, let's do a little bit of a trip recap. Cousin Vanessa is visiting Lily in the Canary Islands for her first time. Yes. Her very first time. Um, Tell us a little bit about what you two are up to and what this trip has been like. Well, island life is amazing <laughs> i wanted to move here about five minutes after i arrived um, i'm already plotting my next the trip. real plancher was you bought like five beers and a bottle of water and it was like five euros, euros. And, and i yeah, go and, and, and she goes to the lady she's like that's it and the lady, what did she say to you she was like i can charge you more if you want i was like no thanks <laughs> you can't even get a latte for that in at home for five, for That's five what I would say. no it wasn't even like a couple drinks it was like two bottles of water two cokes three beers it was ridiculous right. <laughs> yeah everything in tenerife is 80 cents as far as i can tell <laughs> everything costs no, i'm already 80 plotting cents. my next trip next summer right Dude. because we realize it's so inexpensive once you get there you're like oh who cares if i spend a bunch of money on the plane ticket to get here because i'm not spending as try well, as hard as you might you're not going to spend money while you're there <laughs> And uh, let's not, let's be real. It took me 17 hours to get here for one week. <laughs> she watched, this is, this is a movie podcast, right? Six movies on the plane. Oh my God. I can't That's even so- remember what they all were. The, oh, one of them was Magic Mike, Mike. And I was squished in between two giant men yes. in a tiny <laughs> middle row. It was hilarious. Oh my God. I was hoping they weren't looking, looking but at your screen. Yeah, whatever. Did you get to take any naps or you were just powering through on movies the whole time? Um, I think I took like a, maybe a one hour nap on each flight. Not very well. Long, so I, I've, I pretty much arrived a complete zombie. Yeah. But it was fine. And then you whatever. had all those beers I'm and chasing cokes after and my fine. children. Yeah. I've had yeah. a lot of beers. We had um, some nice, uh, Drinks. champagne or what's yeah, it called kava. kava took her to a spa yeah you oh you already did the spa the day yeah the yeah. you gotta like Helps decompress detox the, the flight the sauna. i, I made the mistake the of like starting a whole conversation in the sauna and she, she almost died she got like a lengthy conversation when we went into the sauna i said to her i'm not going to be able to be in here for very long and she was like, okay, yeah, cool. So she lays down with her towel. She starts like having a very long conversation. And I was like, I love you, like, but bye. Three minutes into it, I was like, I love you so much. I can't keep talking. I'm going to throw up. Bye. And I'm like, right <laughs> out. She's like, oh, cool, cool. I'll catch you later. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. Well, it sounds. 
it sounds like you're doing the real Santa Cruz de Tenerife experience Mm -hmm. if you're already doing the spa and day drinking um we can discuss later my favorite spots to make sure I mean you're going to take her I mean there's so many famous places in your Becky, city today. I so, I've been so careful not to use that word. <laughs> Becky, and maybe it's a translation issue, but what? she says it's not. She says that I call everything famous and I've been trying not to do that. Lily will be like, oh, like, this coffee shop is really famous. This juice place is really famous. This Becky's store like, is really famous. Popular. I don't mean <laughs> And famous. I'm just like, I don't think that word... I'm, I'm also, I'm also mean, is, yeah, yeah, you're trying to translate literally. Right. I think that's the problem. And then yeah. there will be something actually. <laughs> I'm like, famous what kind of famous? Becky, like right. people get off of cruise ships and like we have to go to that famous coffee shop in Santa Cruz. Becky, like, and then when there famous is something food? famous or a famous person, Becky's like, but are they? Is it? <laughs> Did, I well, questioned. I know you like those little chocolate um things. Oh, there was a I whole know. situation. Tell her, tell her. Oh, well, the at we Con, my little, little chocolate on the corner. She's like, Becky loves these special uh, chocolate croissant roll things, mm-hmm. but they didn't have them every day. What the she, fuck? They yeah, stopped making. I'm arriving in a few days. No, no, no. They don't worry. Better we cleared it up. Cleared we cleared it up. up. So we go this morning, and she's like, <laughs> I was my, like stressed. I, my I sister's said to, coming. I said, I said to Vanessa, she will cancel her trip. Get me the head baker now. <laughs> And the worst part is like this place is like a local chain. There's like a super fancy uh coffee shop bakery up the road with like oh, these like massive gourmet croissants. I like my skinny little slightly burnt mass produced <laughs> mini like chocolate rolls from this place yeah. that are anyway just they, hit they the right way. It's Long just story a, short, yeah, it's a different um, shape. shape now. It's so a little wider. We took a picture of the shape. She said, to... "Same dough, same." Chocolate. I swear to God, it's it just, just why does everything have to change? I need to be there to police these things. Um, that <laughs> her change is inevitable, and actually, that's a great segue because Dude. in matchmaking, you have to be very flexible. Who's hosting the show now, Vanessa? Yeah, so you have voice. I'm a six. You have to be. Um, you do have to, you know, it's really interesting. You do have to be flexible, but don't you feel like that's a big part of what Sima Auntie and Aliza are teaching their clients? That's, you know, how to be flexible because a lot of these people go in like thinking they are flexible, but not really. Yeah, exactly. Or just straight up like I am inflexible. Okay, so Seema, let's just I'm let's open, establish. but I have a list of I'm open, but if you actually Okay. So let's let's so we have our two matchmaking shows that we're talking about today are Indian matchmaking and Jewish matchmaking, both on Netflix. And we are going to get a little bit into like some comparisons and into the I feel show like, a bit. Right? Thank you. Yeah. Okay, but if you oh, we really need Shy here. But I think I said that at the top of the show. No, but, but that, you didn't name the two shows that we're talking about. Specifically. I did. I did. Did you? Okay. I did. Well, let's remind people. Um, um, so- okay. So, well, before you're right, before we even get into comparing the shows, I, I, let's just talk about this whole philosophy and the whole existence of matchmaking shows. Why right, are they are even new, popular? Right? Like this new. is new. I've never seen a matchmaking show before, or if there has been one before, it hasn't been in the zeitgeist the way that. Right. These, these two are, are so these where are does the, these are famous these are famous, these are famous. or any of those right. contests no so i wanted to make that very, very clear. clear okay so like first take us through that what's the difference between for people who haven't seen this and are probably resistant to like i don't want to watch a matchmaking show I feel like explain to listeners the difference between the bachelor and jewish or indian I feel matchmaking like this is more like a queer eye not an american idol in, the in that it's like, it's like a, a genuine, you know. Well, it's not a competition well, show, first of it's all. It's not a competition. It's not a competition. It's not about making people feel bad about themselves. It's or the like, opposite. It's right. like learning. It's, it's your like, self-discovery right. in and your they, journey of dating. Gen, I think they are generally well-meaning, the people behind the show, or at least the matchmakers. That like, I think they do want to help people find love. The, the the comparison to Queer Eye is good because it's like Karamo's role in the sense where you sit down and you talk about like how you were raised and your cultural values and, you know, and what like, is the right. most important and the, the profe- thing. The oh, wait, wait, the is show... Karamo your favorite of the Fab Five? No, That's a whole other like conversation like we're going to have to get into. We, we like Bobby. We're on the same Bobby, page. Yeah, yeah of Bobby's course. 
Um, I'm an Anthony. I'm an Anthony fan, obviously. Because a foodie, come on. Yeah. You love food. Um, I could have guessed that. But but I would say that like a big important aspect of it is that like you brought this up before. The people think they can't find love. They want to find love. They think that they're well, like, you know, well-rounded, open-minded, up for anything. And then these professionals are coming in and being like, oh, okay, if you actually want to meet someone, you might need to, you know, be more open or change this But that's not just part. like a one session journey. Oh, I'll be more open. I mean, it takes seasons. oftentimes Indian several. Matchmaking is three seasons before some of the people find someone. Yes, yeah, that's what I like about investment. it. It's not like a one, like and a one episode, wonder right. show. It's oh. like there's a character that will go throughout all the seasons. We're not even including in our comparison here love on the spectrum which is oh, very similar so love on that. the spectrum is the same idea it's matchmaking and dating and, and dating coaching for people on the autism spectrum okay. and there's an australian version and an american version i'm partial to the australian version i like the australian version i think there's something we've, we've talked a lot about that show on this podcast and i i dearly love that show okay but in, in this show, as opposed to Love on the Spectrum, I would say in these two shows, I would say the central character is the matchmaker. Love on the Spectrum. You never the, see the You don't really see, you have like, yeah. there's like a dating coach who shows up once in a while, but it's really the the bachelor, bachelorettes are the main characters here. It's really Seema, Auntie, and Aliza. They anchor the show. You're seeing everything through their eyes. You're going through the process with them. Um, for helping to match these different people. You feel like you're the one having the conversation with her different clients, with their different clients. Um, and and I think, you know, I'm going to say that's the, you know, that's the MVP. That's the strongest yeah, part of these shows are our matchmaking ladies. So why talk about would Elisa, people... Though, for one second. Well, I was going to ask my first, my first question, which is why do you think people are inclined to meet with Seema Auntie or Eliza as opposed to using dating apps or recommend, well, you know, or like, like, why would they turn, like, what's special about them? Well, I think that there's, like, Vanessa brought this up when we were talking about this earlier. Something about the pandemic has made this more popular. Okay, it could be that people are sick of the apps, but also it became all of a sudden it became very hard to meet people in person and it was already getting hard as it is with the apps and so this is is this a happy medium where you get to actually meet the people but she's the app she's the algorithm it's an actual right. human being who can hear you and have understanding i mean we say on this show all the time what I say, we say we say on the show all the time you know we love a human algorithm I would much rather have somebody recommend something to me yes, than just 100%. the than right. just like and the, the app. The extra piece that is missing from the conversation is like the very specific cultural piece, right? So Indian matchmaking. These are folks who are Indian who want to marry someone who's Indian. Right. And but there's so many cultures within the Indian Absolutely. Like, culture and religions. And then same languages. With, same with Judaism, right? right. So Speaking about um, uh, the Jewish matchmaking show, the host, she is that she's like teaching you about the different types of Judaism and Jewish cultures. And I think that for me, as someone who grew up very secular, not religious, but is proud to be Jewish, I appreciate that. I feel like when I was watching, I was like, oh, Becky would love this. I'm learning so much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, thinking Becky's about you. I was thinking about you. So what I love, so what Lisa says in the first episode, she goes, there are 15 million Jews in the world and there's 15 million ways to be Jewish. Yes. And I think that is so true. And to put that at the very top of this series, it really is a great foundation for every person that you're going to meet because you're already letting your audience know Everybody is going to be different. Everyone's supposed to be different. Believe it or not, in Jewish culture, we don't all right. fit into tiny little boxes. And she has this right. other way of explaining. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no go ahead. No. That she also says this show, I'm going to impart Jewish wisdom for everyone in this show. Mm -hmm. Like her, like anybody watching this can take what they 
and take what they want from the couple stuff and the relationship stuff that she mm-hmm. is sharing. Well, one of her great exactly. one of her great rules or one of her rules, which she says has nothing to do, you don't have to just be Jewish to use it, but what she really, really wants from her clients is no touching for the first five dates. She wants you to be Shomer Nagia yes. for the first five days. I to tell you that. Oh wow! Now I've only seen the unless first they're actually unless they're actually like super orthodox. Nobody, there's like one couple that follows it because they're actually Shomer Nagia in their real lives. So no one actually yeah, follows the rule, but they try really hard or they acknowledge <laughs> like Aliza has this rule and she explains like why because she always says I want you to touch hearts first. Aww. Only after you've touched hearts should you be touching physically. Should there be any okay, like and physical that relates contact. back to pandemic dating, which a lot of people have had to have Zoom dates. Right. And then you have to like test negative for COVID and then promise each other you're like the only people you're going to interact with before you met in person, right? So you've at least had five interactions <laughs> before you met. And I think mm-hmm. that's what's appealing to people in this. And it's era. and it's a different, you know, it's a different um challenge that we set for ourselves that I think that she sets for people, which is that if you're really interested in finding a life partner, right? Then being connected emotionally, psychologically, right. values-wise, is gonna be the foundation that you really she's not saying the physical stuff isn't important, but she just wants you to first build that emotional connection with someone and and you kind of understand it because the physical stuff can definitely um not i don't want to say cloud but it can but it can it can mask or it can like hot and heavy and then you and we also know like you're you know you release certain endorphins and chemicals and bonding things you know exactly like it i i think it's i i i don't listen very happily married for a long time don't don't know if I was in this position, if I'd be able to follow her rule, you know, but I like to think that I could. Yes. Did I follow it's that a, rule? It's kind of a when romantic I thought. Met my husband. I guess I did because Vlad and I were friends for like year, for like a year. Yeah. And I don't see Vlad being someone who hooks up with someone on the first, on date. The first date. No, he's like a, I want to get to know you kind of person. He's just like very shy. So there yeah, was like, yeah. I mean. So I, I I see what she's saying. And I think it's an interesting challenge that's how for you people. Get, you actually get to know people that way. But did you see the episode where like it doesn't work out for the Ashkenazi guy and the Sephardic girl or something? And he's like, but oh, we can still stop, right? Oh, it was the other way around. He's Sephardic and she's Ashkenazi and no, he's obsessed he's with... Lead- He's no, he's the, the head Ashkenazi club. No, no he's Sephardic eating the Sephardic club. Sephardic he leads club. the Sephardic club in Miami, oh, and he's wow. obsessed with the I idea. Really he's obsessed with the Ashkenazi. Okay, that's right. how Jewish I right. am. And she he's lives. obsessed with the idea that like she looks Sephardic, and she gets like really annoyed by that, being like, "Why yeah. can't you just be in like that?" I'm not. And there's a lot of she, stuff we could unpack okay. there in that relationship, we, but I love Danny. She's one of my favorite characters. You guys hit on something that I think is another reason that people watch, which does connect to reality TV in general and The Bachelor and all the, you know, shows like this, where you're also watching to see, like, the shit that people say or the standards that people have. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Right. Like, like the, like, you are watching a little bit to see some of the train wreck that is out there of people's who are like, I'm so open minded. And then their list is literally like, an impossible human being that they want to meet and see my auntie and Eliza are like okay yeah and they like, roll their eyes and yeah. but there's Seema auntie as, as a line in one of her episodes where she's like it's my job to agree with the client no matter what but you could see her like internally rolling her eyes like there's right. an episode in the most recent season where one of her clients is like I will only date someone with a man bun and she's like right you're out of your Mind. you're out of mind. your mind and she's like i will only through the person and, and he's wonderful <laughs> and they were the perfect and match and, and then she disses him he's she too almost, good or right something. She almost, but then but then she she moves she works she, through it she, she works through it a ch- she gives him a chance in the end but she almost messes it up you're i like, like couldn't believe it i was like wait most, like you know impossible and the same thing with ori i think is his name uh the la guy who only wants to date someone with blue hair with blue eyes yeah Who's yeah, obsessed with his mom? He wants to just yeah. marry his mom. Moroccan, but so long term like, blue eyes. <laughs> right. So, like Lily, your dream relationship with your sons, where they just want to live with you forever, 
I believe me, I talked about it with <laughs> Vanessa. I was like, I have sons. I cannot let this happen. No. This is not okay. Uh, we cannot let her <laughs> that happen. That no, you don't cool. want them to turn. No. But listen, in the end, he he, you know. Well, I don't know he if it worked out for them, but at least as far as the show he goes, does, he had a yeah, he does find, he find someone. So, right. so right. So Aliza's philosophy is so she has a few great. She has a few great things. I think like one of her big ones up front, right, is don't touch for the first five dates. Um, that's like one of her her big rules. She likes to try and set for people. Um, and I feel like you have Seema Auntie. One of her big things is meet someone's parents on the first date. Does that's that so seem wild? Insane? That's a cultural thing. That that's a I, cultural she thing. Do that... it with everyone, but that is really Most wild. Them, Most of them do. They meet the whole like. Okay, whole I'm going to give you a Jewish comparison. Mom and dad met Shy's wife Allie the same day that Shy met her. Yeah. What? On purpose, yeah, they were or... all. No, they no, they're like, all at a bar. Oh. And like he was introduced to Allie that oh. night. My parents were there. Okay. That's and they were like, we approve and, Shy. And then at the end, they were like, Shy, go get her number. Why didn't you get her number? Yeah. And he's like, because you're standing right there. And it's super yeah. weird. So, I mean, uh, I think Seema Auntie is really, is, you know, so I think that's, so, okay. So we have, I'm going to give two, two similar but different things that each of them say. Seema Auntie says. 60% 60 60% of criteria. She's like if you get 70. If you get 60 to 70% of criteria, you should move forward. And right. you have Aliza who says date him till you hate him. But I think that's also That's one of her big because, lines. Because <laughs> date him until you hate him. People are like, "Oh, I went on a date with someone and they I don't know, like moved their fork the wrong way. Forget it. I don't want to date like People are so didn't pour the wine for me, but right. poured it Although that was kind of rude. That, was, that rude. was rude. You should if you're gonna pour a drink <laughs> for yourself. One. Yeah. If you're gonna pour a drink for yourself or water for yourself, you do offer the other person the water. That's like common sense. I, mean, I do think he was missing some manners. He had some manners. Like, like there's like basic manners, but but I will like say first that he's I, obsessively I texting like, her and then he ghosts her. Like, like what? This generation or our generation or the next generation, I find like don't you feel like the level of our parents were that picky? Our, we would not exist for sure. It's true. And I feel like people have become also as you meet people as you get older, right? Our parents were meeting like when they were tw in their 20s. Yes, people are. Like, you're already established as a person in yes. your 30s, in your 40s. You have the things you like. You're more narrow minded. Right. Of what so, you want. so you're, so as far as 60 to 70% criteria or date them till you hate them, you're on board. You think these are both yes, good. I think these are good go philosophies by. because you're not marrying the person, but giving people only just like one chance, they're nervous on a first date. You, you have know, to like, give someone more than one chance. chance. It's, it's like, 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 do you remember the episode with the page? You got to do, do it. Do you remember the episode with the model in Indian matchmaking? She's like that, that. Yes. You me right. She's so. And she goes on a date with that guy and he says something like, I wouldn't want to live with my parents. Like, I, right. I couldn't imagine living with my parents. And she's like, distraught horrified, horrified yeah. over the idea that like he wouldn't want to live like, with I his like parents my family we're close but i i don't like see them every day and i don't need to live with them and i think like, like that's where simanti's like okay 60 apply 60 to 70 percent criteria exactly. because he was pretty exactly. great otherwise and that seems like something you could negotiate work out, <laughs> work yeah. out. um you should have gone on a second date to right. see if she really like what happened was she got wrapped up in her emotions in the moment she shut, shut down, it down shut right. it down and then yeah. it was really awkward after that so another yeah. great she's a very hard nut to crack though that one yeah that, it's tough. That, i think she i think she ends hard. up going to see a therapist right because she thinks right. she just has like she a lot of anxiety lot of so yeah. another great sema auntie bit of wisdom which i think I mean, this is the number one thing out of the two shows. If I have to say I agree with one thing the absolute most, it's going to be Seema Auntie's philosophy that you want to be with a kind-hearted person. Yeah, She's always like, you have your criteria, this and that. It doesn't matter. Are they kind-hearted? And she always says, she's like, this is a kind-hearted man. You should give this person a chance. Forget about the rest of the bio data. Which, like, let's get into biodata in a minute, because I love biodata. Um, well, and it, I think, it, like, that is one of the best lessons. The so in Jewish, that's a beautiful lesson. It is it's a beautiful lesson. lesson. And she repeats it with every client. On eyebrows every and man buns in this show. Like, <laughs> yeah, eyebrows, like the girls man and the boys, buns. 
height. I want someone like, who's blonde. I want someone who's short. I want someone I who's Nobody's bald. You can't be no bald. One, you yet can't there's be bald. a lot of bald no, men out there. No, right? one woman likes bald men with beards, which is why oh, she gets that, set up with Noah oh, yeah. in Jewish matchmaking. But it's not I feel like I need you to watch those episodes. I feel like he went to camp with us. He looks so familiar. This one guy. Probably. Probably. <laughs> the the point is that though, I think that like, you know, she's the what they're saying is you like, yeah, you want to be attracted to the person, but you don't even realize sometimes who you'll be attracted to. Mm-hmm. You think that you need these certain things. And if someone is funny, kind-hearted, you have a chemistry, they like, I mean, Becky's dated some serious uggos. <laughs> Like, let's be honest. Like, it's like, I have my own issues. I'm Um, glad you're finally being mean to each other because you're going to get some complaints about you being being too too nice. nice. So start. Um, Okay. I mean, pre-Vlad. And I think that like, you don't really know. No, I don't think you're better looking, obviously. But okay. the point is you you don't know who you're going to be attracted to is what I'm saying. Okay. First of all, you don't know who you're going to be attracted to. And here's the other thing. Why I think it comes down to kind hearted person and like values, right? Which is what, Aliza talks I think a lot about like what are your Jewish values really um because if I had given my criteria to any of these people and I was like I want someone who's extroverted and loves to go dancing and is the life of the party like my husband is is the extreme opposite of that and he is I really feel he's my perfect match he is balances me out and he grounds me and all of that stuff but you know what guess what we don't go when we were younger i mean we wouldn't go now when we were younger we didn't go out dancing and partying (laughs) like you know and when you've never gone out dancing and partying with with vlad no before i met vlad i'd go right and then you know like listen i married an introvert and that is something i have had to learn I have had to, to learn about, and he married an extrovert and he's right. But that's our, that's, that's our 70% that you negotiate because right, everything that's a, else fits. Exactly. Everything else fits. But had well, I okay, met him and been like, data. so yeah. we, we, like you're saying, it's a great point. Had you given your criteria, you never would have met your, she husband. never would have introduced me to Vlad. She never would have been found. He would never would have been found. Yes. That bio data is from only one of the shows, right? She it's, calls it something else on Jewish well, matchmaking. I was is there bio data on Jewish matchmaking? There's or no bio know? data. She just, she takes in your criteria and she Chooses gives you a match. And then yeah, sometimes the... sometimes she lets them look at a picture, but yeah. oftentimes not even. She's doing it's kind of more like a blind date, honestly, because yeah. the other Whereas one Indian matchmaking, they do have a paper with but you could program. see see it's my auntie like learn her last you get their bio and their interest that, is that a saying is that an american saying bio data oh, that's a thing. no that's okay. what see my auntie calls getting it getting on the plane in sfo they're like please stand here for a bio data shot and you like <laughs> stand there and they take a picture of you and i was very confused not where you're like am i going on a dating show <laughs> yeah i was like okay but i guess it's for international flights or whatever so they have your face on i don't know plane. i thought the bio data was an indian thing well, well that's what see my auntie calls it yeah. Anyways, that's a big difference in the shows, I'd say. Yeah. So the Jewish matching is more like a blind date, which yeah. is interesting. What do you yeah. think works better? Well, I think what Seema Auntie learns is that you can, you really only give one bio data at a time. Oh, yeah. She learned it the hard way, right? She had yeah. a few and then it she stopped. She stopped giving people two or three to yeah. choose from. She goes, this is the one I've chosen for you. I actually listen. I actually think I like the way Seema Auntie does it, because what happens is that people read the bio data and they latch onto the things that are similar and they get excited for the date. And they say, oh, we could talk about cooking. Like we could talk about climbing. dogs. We could talk yeah. about, yeah, whatever it is that we love. And I think that's a better way to help someone prepare for a date. So I'm actually going to lean Seema Auntie in that Style. in that one, rather than just going the blind date can be completely really cold. That can be like really. They're can generally we talk about Aliza for one yes, second? Yes, yes, please. Into Aliza, one thing yeah. I really appreciated about her was how um i learned so much just she's american you know and she wasn't as religious from philly from philly made aliyah moved to um israel to israel marries an israeli or actually her husband must be american too he's american, he's american. also but be- yeah. the point is she became more religious and so she knows the spectrum of right. judaism and so she can really speak to the people who are she didn't grow up not, sheltered and exactly like she did not she knows community. the spectrum of judaism and it respects it you know so she's like i'm here to help you no matter what 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 this is gonna sound maybe a bit 
controversial hot take hot take i think that like something that's really beautiful about both shows is that it's you're in the world of the show automatically like i'm not indian i've never been to india i don't know like a ton about the culture you know and yet i you can relate to the show you're excited about the show and i obviously know about the jewish world but i've had a bunch of non-jewish friends tell me shout out to my friend amanda who loved the show a bunch of non-jewish friends are saying i i love this show um, and obviously they're not Jewish and there's something that people well, the relate Spaniard to. Well, we just met, I don't right. think. Spaniard who's never met a Jew, I bet. Yeah. Just um, was like, are you talking about Yeah, I've, I've also had a lot of friends about it. nervously and, and, say like, oh, is it okay is that it I like okay? the show? And I'm like, yeah, actually I think so. And, and I, and when I heard about it, I was like, I, my first instinct you hear about anything Jewish is, oh shit, is this good for us or bad for us? You get very anxious. Gonna, like, <laughs> right. You get anxious. Yeah. Like, is it going to make us look bad or good? And Look, there's all kinds of people. So, you know, obviously not everyone is like the worst person on the show. There's a range of different people. And it's one lens. Like when you watch anything, you have a lens, right? right? But but hot take is that I I enjoy that these are people that in both shows and even in the Indian matchmaking, like the extent of like, I want them to speak this specific language and be from this area of India. And we're here going like Ashkenazi, Sephardic, Orthodox, non-Orthodox, kosher. That like in your, it's okay to want to be with someone who is in your community or is like you. That's okay. And then there are a lot of people like my husband converted. He's a Spaniard. He definitely would not have been on my list. And there's people that you meet that want to join your culture. That's wonderful. But I love that within these things that other people see as like, oh, that's so closed. In that entire world, there's so many worlds. Mm-hmm. And that it, it is okay and it does make sense to want to be with somebody that is like you on a certain base level, that will get you on a certain base level. And I don't, yeah, I think that that's, yeah, I think that's actually quite beautiful. Uh, even though I didn't really do that. But on I, that I, note, like, I know a lot of people with that, Lily. Right, not at all my experience, but I think it's like interesting for that the shows are based on that. And so on the watch. note of being with someone, you know, that you connect with on that base level. (laughs) If we were to Jewish matchmake for each other, who would we pick? Like, and I want, I want like a, I want like a deep. And TV stars. This has to only, it can only be, we can only pick for each other famous Jews. Right. Um, And there needs to be some like very good bio data to back it up. Okay. 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 There has to be some good bio data to to back it up. So I'm going to go first. I'm going to give my pick for Lily. Vanessa, if you have a different pick, you can pick your pick. But I'm going to go first. My pick for Lily is famed. Is I cannot believe famed this is your pick for me. Star. Larger than life. Maxwell Jacob Freeman. MJF. The wrestling star of the moment. Can you believe this? Oh my God, show her a picture of, of MJF, who I am, granted, I'm the one that's obsessed like with A him. wrestling star? Yes. He's a Jewish, Jewish wrestling, wrestling star. star. Becky's and he plays a bad guy. He's a villain. So the reason I'm picking him, okay? In addition to him being Jewish. For Lily. In addition to being Jewish. I mean, high, high drama. Lily needs someone that can oh, keep up pace with her with the loud arguments and the throwing the arms in the air. And the shouting and honestly throwing of things across the days. room. Give it, give it another two. <laughs> right, one. We based on her, based on her, haven't had bad service. Um, based on her current marriage, I think someone else in the athletic sport martial art realm. Okay, okay that makes okay. Sense. Someone okay. who's very dramatic, who can throw things across a room, who is athletic. And who takes a lot of pride in their Jewishness and cultural Jewishness, as we know Lily does. Um, So you're making a great point for the bio data. So if I were to pick any famous Jew for Lily, it would be. And plus, I already love him. So I know that I would love to have him in the family. Like, I would love to have him in the family. Amazing. MJ. You really already know him in, in real life. No, no, no. Like I follow yeah. him on Instagram and I like love him as a wrestler. So shy. How have I never, I knew shy I have a, wrestling. I don't, I have to I find to it. I have about wrestling. I have like a portrait about this of him all the time. How much oh. they love him. It's not on the show maybe. But I have like a piece of private. artwork. 
Okay, of him. Well, can I tell my pick for Lily because I feel like it's the complete opposite. Uh, complete opposite. But I also was, I kind of forced you to pick him. No, you mentioned you thought he was cute, and then I was like, let me tell you about him. So she is. Uh, I would pick Andy Samberg, and you know he's from Berkeley. He so went to Vanessa's high school. <laughs> but the reason why is because he's funny, and I think yeah. Lily likes to laugh, and I think laughter and joyfulness is such a key. In, part of a connection with somebody so i'm and i think it would be really i think it'd be good for lily to be with someone who does not take her seriously so when she gets mad they would just laugh at her yeah or do something slapstick like you know do something silly to make her laugh and Mm, like break the the moment i think that's a great should we talk about what you picked for becky becky because i 100 (laughs) percent She okay, Vanessa was a hundred. What I was so, so in Becky, like I, I mentioned, and she was like, Yes, okay. So, we needed somebody for Becky who was high art, like that kind of like exudes seriousness, but an artist, a little brooding, a little brooding. I was gonna say, yeah, a little playful, think, also a had thinker. to be very skinny, yeah, <laughs> very skinny Almost is the high request. Almost like even a little like feminine. And the the sort of like curl, dark curly hair, hair. Dark hair. Becky mentioned Adrian Brody to me because she thought that that's who we would pick tall and skinny like her husband. Yeah. But I went short and skinny. Yeah. I and also I, do like, I do, I also like someone who's more my height. Right. Yeah. Really, really I mean, tall or like, or like, or like an inch taller than right. me. Yeah. He's exactly. ridiculously tall. Yeah. Your I don't need, I, I, I like tall men, but it's not like a requirement. A requirement. Mm-hmm. And so we thought Timothy Chalamet was perfect <laughs> for you. I mean, I'm not um, going to complain about that. Yeah. He's, yeah. You know, we're I'm we're operating in the world where age doesn't matter. Age doesn't Because I think I have to say, we're also married, perhaps a tad so like, young. Yeah, I'm not. Perhaps he's a tad young. We're also work, operating in a world where you're not ever like meeting these people. So Yeah. But I love this. Uh, I feel like he, yeah. Like if I had his bio, if we had his bio data and his photo, Becky would have been like, yes this guy biodata for sure if you gave me his biodata i'd be he like he is dating definitely. kylie jenner now though so that's is a he? bit I, no, that's no. A bit yeah he no. is oh that's kendall who's dating uh, uh bad, bad bunny. bunny i got yeah. confused for some no, kylie is the like lips the one with the lips but she and has, the kid yeah two kids she's not with her baby daddy. no okay. she's with becky's husband oh well maybe she'll convert <laughs> yeah maybe she will convert um Mm-hmm. and so what about okay shy? so shy okay we're gonna do shy so i, I shy is there's only obvious. one choice there's literally there's only, only one, one choice. choice i, I can't even shy argue before with that. the podcast and he mentioned gal gadot and i was like i'm sorry for who next <laughs> maybe like, why not and i was like <laughs> your, battle, your bio datas are not on the same level like, computer you're not like, in like yeah you're not in the same yeah. you're on the same I server was like, <laughs> i was like sorry but i will give him the only woman who is Jewish in television and film that could ever be for shy is Rachel Bilson. Rachel Bilson all the way. Legit he, obsessed with her. So yeah. Match made in he, if she needs someone that worships him, it's perfect. Worships, worships her, her. Yeah. It's perfect. I'm a little bit worried that, that there would be an unbalance in their relationship, but I but like, be, how different to from hold her purse at the red but how, carpet? Oh, but yeah, how different no from the current imbalance in his relationship? I mean, shy. I love my brother. I think he's incredible. He obviously married up. I mean, shout out to Ali. Is we love you, Ali. Yeah. On another level, you know. On another level. Um, kind hearted. I mean, you talk about Seema Auntie and kind hearted. Ali. Ali is kind hearted. Okay, and last but not least, is this not the most perfect choice, Becky, for our dear cousin Vanessa? I actually have a have a different argument. She doesn't know who he is. Show her picture. I've never seen a picture, so so you have to show my picture. You do yours, and then we'll see who she picks. Okay. Okay. Biodata. So you have to show me a picture. Yeah. He's um. You don't know who he is. Yeah, but like he's not maybe the most like obviously gorgeous man, but I do think. I don't know him, but I'm assuming he has a kind heart. Oh, wait. Does he have a kind heart at this point? Kind heart, heart is, is what I need. need. Exactly. He, Just leave it at that. He is extremely goofy and funny. Okay. He will Fun. make you laugh. He's an improv actor. Okay. Um, Right, Beck? I think he doesn't take anyone necessarily like too seriously. Seems like a lot of fun. 
Um, he's Jewish. He's uh, black. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got like a really funny presence. And yeah, that's, and I feel like oh, he's feel very like tall. Seen him, seen him on oh, like, yeah. shows and stuff like that. He's um, Eric Andre. Nice um, Lily chose yeah, Eric Andre. No, oh, yeah, I chose like Eric Andre. A kind-hearted person for sure. Um, okay, and very funny. So I'm actually, it's going to be a bit of a repeat, but the reason I would pick Andy Samberg for Vanessa okay, is because is, he's, went to high school with him. This is, is because anyway. he's from Berkeley and people Berkeley. from Berkeley have like such a thing about being from Berkeley. And I feel like when you're with someone else who's from Berkeley, they just get it. And then you wouldn't have to move. And so you, you know, I just feel like there's history there. And so I'm going to pick someone who's from Berkeley for you. Okay. I don't know any other Jews from Berkeley who I are famous. You, I'm sorry, Beck. Um, I, I love you, but I think but... <laughs> wins Too close because right. I've been there and done that. And, um, you know, oh, okay. you know what I have to say? Looking for a change. Leaving. Berkeley Not with Andy Samberg, to be clear. Because yeah. it kind of sounds like you dated him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I've not been with Andy Samberg. Nor does he know who I am. I just know who he is because he was friends with my friend's brother. And I'd like see him at their house. But that was before he was famous. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, basically, I think it's really good to branch out, like not be with someone from where you are, because you like you learn about other people and other cultures. And like mm-hmm. it, there's a big difference for people who have left Berkeley. Like I've lived somewhere else. I've lived in Spain. I'm happy to be back, by the way. I'm so we're, Spain is so excited to have you back. It's it's great. It's from Boca. It's my 20 year anniversary. I 20 years ago is when I. Oh, we're that many years old where things happened yeah. 20 years what ago. What Vanessa said, she's and like, we the years keep, what do you say? It's been 20 years, but I don't feel. The years are short or something. I don't no, know. She was like, it's like, it's been 20 years, but I don't feel 20 years older. Yeah. Like it was just. Yeah. yeah. She goes, but it is nice that you can pay with a credit card in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> but that's recent. Cash for everything. Like, Vanessa, that happened two years ago. That literally okay. happened during the pandemic that they let you pay for. Yeah. I said, I said, Spain has advanced very far in twenty. But like just the last two years. Um, um, okay, so before we wrap up, do you have? I mean, Vanessa, if you can recall what you've been watching and you want to give any recommendations, I want to know what everyone's been watching and when, what you want to recommend. I mean, does it have to do with matchmaking? No, it's just anything, anything you want people to watch oh. that you've seen that you liked. I will say that I watched uh, your friend's movie, Love, the other Again. Night, Love Again, just because I wanted to see Jamie. Mm-hmm. I do want to know when the Droughtlander is over. I'm very excited. 16th, about June 16th. There we go. Wasn't it always released in February or something? It's June 16th. Okay. okay. All right. So I, I, I do have a plug for The Last of Us, although Shai said over his dead body, he would never watch it when I tried to. Just so him. weird because it's like a show that he would he actually He's such like. a curmudgeon. And he loved I tried all to that zombie. do a tradesies. He, he was not into it. Tradesies with her. Just ignore him. Right. It's also not my genre, and I had to take. <laughs> I had to like take some deep breathing. With oh yeah, I remember. Zombies. I was like, this seems like uh, a bad idea. It, it was, but it was really well done. Okay, yeah. I love Pedro Pascal. Yeah. By the way, can we not? Oh my mm-hmm. god, that's. I wish he was Jewish. That would be my perfect <laughs> Jewish match in heaven. Um, what shows have you been watching? Lily? The only thing I've been watching besides Jewish matchmaking is Queer Eye. I oh, have yeah. no time to watch. I saw Love Again, which we're going to do an episode on, um, which is really cute. And then um, literally I've had no time. I was traveling and I've got this amazing visitor. So Queer Eye, but we had fun watching. Yeah, I've, I watched the, the all season. the Queer Eye. I really, there's just I haven't, one I, I haven't really seen, is the, is the new season one. good? Because I haven't. Yeah, I like it. You so saying far. you yeah, do recommend the Frat House one or you don't? Yes. Yeah, I think the Fred Out episode was yeah. really, really That's the good. one I have to rewatch because I think yeah. I didn't see that one. It's really good. The whole season's good. Yeah. There's They're some great. cheesy dancing yeah. cuts. What that do you we were Becky in the, when they um cut to the in like they give you like filler? Yeah, it's like a filler where but they're all dancing, dancing or trying on clothes or doing something stupid. You're like before right, they cut to the next scene. I don't know what that's called. You might you might call it transitional footage the content, transitional bit transitional the, content the, it's not really is b-roll it, because b-roll is them doing stuff with the stuff. With like actual but stuff the, the transitional like... stock like footage that they have of them like looking at a pair of sunglasses in like a really intense way 
as they're transitioning is you're talking about like when they cut to the white background and they're like there's okay there's that which is cute and silly but then they have them like voiceover while they're each doing something b-roll that's b-roll and oh, they're can like, you talk about the like, terrible translation? Like that's the that's B-roll. A statue, and it just looks so weird. Yeah, yeah oh, that that would be Baby Anne was putting lotion on a gold like, on like, like statue, statue of an animal, and it was so, so strange. And like Tan's looking at one pair of sunglasses for too many seconds. Okay, and then <laughs> like, lastly, last thing about Queer yeah. Eye is that we were watching it with okay, Spanish subtitles. This is really tales. bad, though. This is bad. Oh, it's not something that we you should can talk say. About. You can say. It. No, I'm just gonna not gonna say what it is. It's just no, like I mean, you could say it. It's it was a television. A terrible translation in uh, Spain. So in Queer Eye is on in Spain, and you know, there's a cute hip tip at the end of each episode. Mm-hmm. They give you like a cute tip of cute. Yeah. Tip. Right. Yeah. Queer eye hip tip of like the French tuck for your shirt. Or yeah. Which I use religiously now right. since how I to condition your hair properly, whatever. But it's hashtag QE hip tip. Hulse is sitting next to me. We were watching it together last night, and he says a not nice word in Spanish for a gay person. And he and and Lily then the word like, and then the word advice. So he like they join like he joined the word of a not nice per- word for gay person and then advice in Spanish as if that? that's the hashtag. And I go to him. I was like, Jose, that's not nice. He's like, I, oh, I was just reading the screen. And it was a literal translation. It was subtitles. It was so he was bad. like reading it out loud, and then he said it because he read it out loud. He didn't realize what he was reading. He doesn't watch the show. And then, and he's like, no, look, and we went back and that's the, that's what they have as the subtitles in Spanish. It's like, for their it's very tip. derogatory. It's very derogatory in the Spanish Queer Eye. And I, I was shocked. I was like, Someone if I tweeted, needs to send a I note. would tweet about this. Yes. Someone should send a note, send some, send yeah. a feedback card. Um, okay. okay well, another this, show I want to yeah? ask you really quickly, if you've seen, cause you, we've talked about Bridgerton. Okay. But the mm-hmm. Queen is that, Charlotte. Is that good? Yes, there's some, you know, it's very, it's very thematic to Bridgerton, but the young actress who plays the queen is phenomenal. I don't even know mm, her mm-hmm. name, but I want I you to watch it just to watch mm-hmm. this. Yeah, episode. I saw the first episode uh, of it. Okay. I haven't it seen watching? more. Um, thought, the show the I've been watching this last week. Yes. Tell I binged it. Mom, my, my mom was visiting. She and I watched almost the whole thing together. And then I finished the last two episodes the other day is... This new show on Disney Plus called American Born Chinese. And wow. I loved it. It was just so fun and sweet and really cool and really different. It, it's really style, like a lot of it is very stylized. Um, and it just it Ooh. just feels just like is fresh it a reality and different. Show? No, no, it's fiction. No, oh, it's, it's a fiction. fiction show. I think it's based on a graphic novel, maybe or a comic. Um, and it's about it's about like these a war that is breaking out in heaven between the different gods and demons there, and the son of the monkey king comes to earth to search for what he believes will be something really powerful to help them. Um, but oh, in wow. and and he connects with like a young, like a young kid, like a teenage kid who is his guide to finding this thing, this fourth scroll. And obviously, in doing so, more chaos ensues, and it's it's pretty cool. I I really loved it. And, oh, and Michelle, Michelle Yeoh. Yeoh, Yeoh is Michelle amazing. Yeoh is in it. Um, Yu Kwan is in it. Yu Kwan is in every, yeah. everything everywhere. And he has and, such a cool part in it. I wonder if he's going to be a bigger part of season two. He is a really um, he's so threaded cool throughout the whole first together. season. Um, well, they're not. Uh, I think they maybe have one scene together, but he no, plays in the same show. That's cool. Oh yeah, and and his role in it is really meaningful and beautiful. And and yeah, and I he, would watch that. And I found it, even though it's like very very specific to Chinese culture, um, and this folklore and you know manga and all these other things that I don't know a lot about the I just I still felt very connected to the overall messaging of it which is you know how being a hero takes lots of different forms and and it's not just about like being a superhero with a cape but it's about like making making those difficult choices and I think like the overall messaging of it 
um, or like rising to the occasion. I think the overall messaging of it was was really well done. Cool. Um, and the cultural kids, specificity though, right? was really cool. What? Not, not a kid's show. No, it is a kid's show. I mean, it's like for, it's like, okay. it's okay. like my kids, I don't think my kids would be able to, like, like okay, my five-year-old wouldn't watch niece. it. Like a 10-year-old could watch like it. Like an eight or nine-year-old could for sure watch okay. it. I mean, it's oh, completely, oh. it's like completely PG. Like there's no okay, cursing okay, in it, it and like, there's I need to ask you silly though, action sequences. Beef because yes, I just I finished loved that. It. I loved it. Did you? Yeah, it was. I didn't like it at first. Me neither. I mean, and it was very stressful. But then I really so liked stressful. it. And I really liked it in the it end. Was the more not I think about it, like comedy, like I was expecting. You think Ali no. Wong? It's going to be like it's straight very, up comedy. Very dark. dark. Yeah, it's extremely dark. Well, also revealing. Very very revealing. Um, yeah, thank great, you great for that, Rick. Before we sign off, is uh, Vanessa? Do you want people to follow you? Where can people follow you? I yeah, just on this podcast, just on this podcast. On this podcast, I, I tried. I tried tweeting one time, didn't work out. So I don't. All right, any... well, just yeah, listen to this podcast this for cousin time. Vanessa, Lily. Where can people follow me us? and Becky at FNM Sisters on the Gram, and you can follow Shy at Pancake, Pancake. Number Four Pancake Four Table on instagram and then what's our like general handle for just like the podcast fry uh, night movie uh, yeah what's, i just gave it our, to the woman in the store it's fry night movie what's our yeah. podcast called in- just kidding it's fry <laughs> night movie for ri fry night movie on instagram all right and, and uh I mean, bye okay Love i gotta you. go bye bye, bye. Thank you for listening to Friday Night Movie, the sibling rivalry and pop culture podcast. Join the Friday Night Movie family by following at Friday Night Movie on all of the socials and visiting our website, FridayNightMovie.com. Our theme song is by What Does It Eat? And make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.